Hi, friends. Welcome to the Hi Friend Podcast. My name is Sarah, and this is a podcast I started with my best friend, Kaylee, to share our perspectives of navigating the mysterious, exciting, and sometimes daunting journey of being single women in our 30s, living into our dreams, figuring things out as we go, and celebrating the beauty through it all. As life enters a new season for both of us, we hope this will be a space where you get to experience freedom to live the life you were created for and deep joy to delight in the journey along the way. By inviting you to listen in on our conversations, through sharing my stories, and by adding new friends to the mix as well. I'm so excited you're here, and I can't wait to create and live out our most beautiful lives together. Hey there, friends, and welcome back. This episode is so fun for me to be able to bring to you because it is the first interview, not interview, conversation we've had outside of Kaylee and me on the podcast, and then obviously not a solo episode, and it is with one of my absolute best, what I refer to as my soulmate BFF friend, Jesse. I will not give away any parts of our story, but we did meet in college pretty much day one, and our love story, as I like to call it, is one of my favorite ones to tell, and obviously we chat about that on the episode, but it was just what we wanted to bring was a normal everyday conversation, kind of what our Marco Polos would reflect. And what, as I was listening back um, to our conversation again, just realizing the value of having a friend that we, that I get to journey through so much of life with and the, the ways in which we've been able to kind of guide and mentor one another um, is just such a gift. And so in this episode, we we kind of just talk about our story and the ways that our lives have intertwined, and um, and what a what a beautiful thing that has been for both of us. And then we go into um, just kind of some things that are on our heart currently for Jess. That's um, somewhat of a difficult life transition um, in one area that she's having to face, and then kind of the ways that I um, am able to still be excite be a source of excitement and hope for her in that, and then. Um, as I kind of wrestle through some of my, what I call like multi-passionate business woes or (laughs) navigating this season of life where I want to do a million different things. I'm excited about a lot of different things and not knowing how to, um, A, define that and B, focus my direction. It was, it's really helpful. And, um, I'm just so grateful for Jesse's influence in my life in that way because, um, she's been there and she, um, is able to walk through some of that with me as well. So you can listen in on that conversation in just a few minutes. Um, but I did just want to introduce Jessie um, and a little bit about what she what she does and who she is. But um, Jessie is a writer, a mentor, a stylist, an on-air host, and more. You can find her over at styleandpepper.com. And she has her own beautiful dress line, which is amazing. And I'm just so proud of her and everything she's done there. And that is called Season Every Day. So you can find that season um, everyday.com. And then she also has a podcast that she co-hosts with her husband called Marriage is Funny, which I would highly recommend to all relationship statuses, honestly. With that grab yourself a yummy beverage, pull up a seat and join us for our conversation where you will see that we are never quite at a loss for conversation topics and things to say to one another. So let's get started. Hi friend. Hi friend. (laughs) Welcome to the Hi Friend Podcast. 
Thanks for having me. As the first, outside. I'm trying not to squeal. Am, am I playing it cool? You're playing it super cool. Okay. Yeah. Don't don't, don't want too loud and straight into the mic. Too excited. I'm nervous about that. I'm too. really excited. <laughs> <laughs> this is really really exciting for me because you are the first non Kaylee and Sarah guest to star on this podcast. Well, I know what you, you said that earlier, and I I can hardly believe it. Yeah. I've listened to every single episode, so Bless I clearly you. know that that's true. Mm-hmm. But I for some reason just feel like. I don't know. This just feels like another conversation, right? Because we talk every day, anyways. But um, when I live, listen to the last few of your solo episodes, mm-hmm. I almost feel like I'm having the conversation with you. <laughs> like I'm just mm-hmm. listening to one of your right messages or something. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess it hadn't occurred to me. But here we are. Mm-hmm. Well, and even back when Kayla and I were doing it regularly together mm-hmm. we had talked about having you on as like a special guest and doing it with the three of us and so I've dreamed about this moment for a long time and I didn't realize that it would end up just being the two of us but Kaylee is here in spirit mm-hmm. and I'm just so excited to be sitting in your living room and Making doing this project come together true. yep here we are That's what I'm all about yeah well I know we don't usually I was just saying that we don't usually call each other friend I'm trying to think of how like we greet each other because (laughs) I have different greetings for each of my friends like Kaylee and I that's why this podcast title was so perfect because we almost 100% of the time it's hi friend Uh (laughs) and that's how we talk but we I guess I don't know I guess I I definitely yes yeah I definitely picture myself saying hi friend to you but I almost wonder if it's just because I'm so used to hearing you say Mm -hmm. it um and yeah, I think we call each other in writing. I've always called you smushy. Mm-hmm. Where did that start from? I have no idea. Oh, you know what? It's from... Um, oh, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. My, no, that was my squishy. I'll call it my squishy. I will call smushy. it my squishy. Smushy? <laughs> I like smushy. I like smushy too. And I'm pretty sure I've never said squishy. No. I don't... It's just... It's always been smushy. Did it or start piglet. in college? Piglet. But piglet. That, my dad started that. Dad. Oh, my dad. <laughs> I love Not that. many dads can call their daughters <laughs> friends... Piglet, but it's so special to me to have a term of endearment specific yeah. to me from your dad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so family. I think I sort of picked that up from him. Was that from our Halloween costumes initially? Oh yeah, probably. In you the- were Piglet and I was Tigger for uh-huh. one year. And then, or also the, well, there's yeah. the bacon yeah. thing. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> a big part of it. <laughs> so speaking of families and history, yeah, can we share our story as to how we met and fell in love? Sure, friends. <laughs> <As> friends. <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories to tell. Really? It's truly like when you ask a couple, like, how'd you guys meet? Yeah. And how'd you fall in love? I well, feel like my we- story with you is way better than my story of meeting Gerard. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. Yeah, <laughs> way better. Are you kidding me? But I, it makes me so happy to share like how we met and fell in love. And like anytime we meet people, people are like, how'd you guys know each other? I'm like, oh my gosh, well, how much time do you yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pop some go. popcorn. Yeah. So do you want to tell Yeah, just version? first let's make sure all the listeners are sitting down, pop themselves some popcorn. Yeah, get yourself some coffee, be comfortable. We're going to dive in. Fun beverage. Well, one of the first things I can remember actually about meeting you was, um, and actually let's, let's just give a little bit of context. Mm-hmm. Was this 15 years ago, 14 years ago? 2003. Might have been more. 2003. Yeah, 16. Oh my gosh. In August, in I August. think it'll be 16 yep. years ago because we met at... Sweet 16 party for our friend anniversary. Oh my gosh. Which I remember we were together on our, I think it was our 10-year mm-hmm. friend anniversary mm-hmm. was Kelsey's wedding. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. We were together and, and I so remember I, that picture <gasps> of, of us, us is in our faces together. It's literally on, one of, it's on my fridge. I love it's that one. one of my favorite things. Well, it's mm. easily my favorite picture of the two of us together. Uh-huh. Close second though is your... Um, 
birthday party from last summer. Oh, I love that one. The glasses on Mm -hmm. our heads. Anyways, Mm -hmm. um, one of the many benefits of having such a longtime friend is lots and lots of fun pictures together. Anyways, 16 years ago. And unfortunate ones. Oh, yeah, we do have some unfortunate ones as well. College was... Maybe we don't have to talk about those. Iffy. Iffy times. (laughs) At best. (laughs) At best, Really scary at worst. (laughs) Anyways, we met um, essentially a new student orientation. Like the Mm -hmm. very first weekend when everybody gets loaded into the dorms, Mm -hmm. we ended up just being placed on the same hall together. Thank God. Um, thank God. <laughs> Different roommates, but we were just actually you were on the opposite side of the hall, but yeah, I remember like we like East and West or, or did a lot of stuff together mm-hmm. as a group. And I can remember one of the very first things I noticed about you and I was like, oh thank God someone here also likes to um wear cute outfits and talk about things besides God and academics Uh and whatever other things we talked about at our college. Um, You had on a pair, exact same pair that I also owned. You had on a pair of low rise, boot cut, gold thread on the back pockets, seven jeans. Thought those were so cool. Oh my goodness. Uh We might have even had them on at the same time. Same wash, like the. Oh yeah, no, they're exact same Mm -hmm. like skew. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Um, And. I think we bonded over that, which is such a nerdy, like uh-huh. vain thing to bond over yeah. right off the bat. But Classic I don't know. 18 year old, 19 year old. I don't yeah. know. Like, how oh my God, we're wearing the same jeans. Yeah. And then quickly just started chatting about like where we were from, what we were studying, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then I, I don't even know like how, how detailed to get into the story. But I think you figured out that I was from Arizona mm-hmm. and you have longtime family Arizona connections. Mm-hmm. And so we started. This is one of the funny things about going to school in another state. People hear you're from another state and immediately are like, oh, do you know so-and-so? And yeah. it's like, look, Arizona is yeah. a big state uh-huh. and there are many cities there. So I probably don't know your random mm-hmm. like second removed cousin-in-law or whatever. But fun fact of all fun facts, mm-hmm. I actually knew Sarah's cousins yep. <laughs> and aunts and grandparents and all kinds of weird things uh-huh. like that. Yeah, I remember sitting. So I remember starting that conversation at the dorms, and then we walked over to the auditorium or mm-hmm. whatever it was called, and we sat next to each other, like near the front, and we started, yeah, talking about all these Arizona connections. And I was like, "Well, my parents went to ASU," and you're like, "My parents went to ASU," and then, yeah, I think we, we realized they were the exact same age and graduated grade. the same year, mm-hmm. and then we. Yeah, I think at that point had made the cousin connection. Well, our moms went. Of, to, oh, had we? Or because of Young Life? Oh, yeah. Well, because your cousins, your two mm-hmm. boy cousins, went to my same high school. Uh, yeah. They're so I was familiar with your high school when older. you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. They're older, mm-hmm. so I didn't know them in high school, actually. Right. But we figured out that they had mutual friends with my family because mm-hmm. of Young Life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they also grew up like um, less than a mile from me. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which was crazy. And then. I our well, moms went to rival high schools yes which we so where they cheered against each other no they did okay we, well I'll get to the parent part <laughs> when they met because oh. they were still there for oh, orientation yeah, yeah, yeah. but I one thing that was really special to me that uh-huh. I remember and I feel like I maybe even had tears in my eyes I don't know it was probably like a worship night or something there was something was that definitely worship night caused it to be a little bit more emotional to begin with uh-huh. but do you remember that well, we were like, also saying goodbye to them well that was the next day oh, okay but this was just uh, the students uh-huh. there this thing at the night that we had first met and do you remember that we like held hands or like linked arms or something yeah I'm gonna start crying because <laughs> I just I didn't do that with my friends very much I wasn't a, I did a very either. affectionate a physical person with girl friendships yeah. and so mm. it just came so naturally that 
we just met and I felt this like bond and connection to you. And I remember how sweet that felt to like, the other thing I remember bonding over that Mm -hmm. I think must've been within that same like moment or Mm -hmm. hour is I remember bonding over the fact that we were when neither one of us had a sis has a sister. Oh, oh. And yeah. and that we were both the older sister uh-huh. of a younger brother. Right. And just like this idea that we were the first kid to go off to school and had parents that were freaking out, but we were also kind of freaking out inside. And I do remember I, I remember linking arms. We probably held hands too. Mm-hmm. And thinking like, is this is this gonna be a lifelong friend? Because they always say you know, mm-hmm. oh, you meet your lifelong friends in college. Mm-hmm. Did they say like, look to your left and your right? These yeah. people are going to be like the people that are and we in looked your at weddings. Each other. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then it came true. It totally came true. <laughs> so the next day was when the parents were like saying, or they were all there in the mm-hmm. assembly thing. And mm-hmm. it was when we were saying our goodbyes. So mm-hmm. mega high emotions for everyone. <laughs> but we were so excited to introduce our parents yeah, and yeah. explain this, this connection in the background. And then when our moms met and then you, my mom said, I swear when our moms first saw each other, there was I, a spark I swear of your recognition. mom, your mom, which of course mm-hmm. was like, no, wait, wait, <laughs> oh, she wait is. a minute. What? Do I know you? Do I, do I know you? For yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then when your mom heard my mom's maiden Made a name, name. Okay. Now I'm going to cry. Yeah. Then it's when they realized that you, your parents knew my grandparents, your grandparents were marriage mentors of like a group of young married people mm-hmm. basically your grandparents and my parents went to the same church yeah. when my parents were first married mm-hmm. and your grandparents led this like small group of young marrieds newlyweds and my parents have such fond special memories mm-hmm. of what an impact they made mm-hmm. on like those early years together mm-hmm. um but then just like the look, look at my oh, arm yeah. <laughs> my whole body have goosebumps oh, just the idea that um that would of course then impact me mm-hmm. in a way that who knows, maybe even like ended up allowing us to be better suited to be friends with each other. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, just the fact that almost like your grandparents were spiritual parents to my mom and dad and mm-hmm. then real parents to your mom, obviously, and then dad when they got mm-hmm. together. And it almost feels like we are cousins in some weird way. Absolutely. It was distant yeah. relatives. Yeah. I, ironically, we never knew each other existed until we met mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in the hall, like the day or two before. Mm-hmm. But when we figured out all these connections, it literally, I remember felt like I had known you for a very, very long time. It was almost like a deja vu thing. Yeah. Well, like our I knew we had never met, but had been on these parallel paths. And then we finally got to intersect and we had all these connections building up to that. Mm-hmm. And-, and then of course our moms got a kick and dads mm-hmm. got a kick out of like, you know, discussing whether or not they might have crossed paths at mm-hmm. ASU. Well, our moms both waitressed at Coco's, the same restaurant, yeah, Coco's. but at different times. Yeah, and literally then, the same restaurant, though, not just the same yeah. like chain. Uh huh. And then for sure, they were both <laughs> on the cheer or like I forget what my yeah. pom pom line uh-huh. I think was what my mom same. mom was called at different high schools. So, they, uh, but, but like high schools that played each other. So a hundred percent, they were across the field from each other at oh, football games then. easily because the yeah. high schools are only two miles apart, yeah. two or three miles apart. So that was the thing. Yeah, and then. Our parents got like married the same same years, years and the exact same age. Yeah, so just so many crazy things. Um, back to had us the same year. Yeah, obviously, because yeah. yeah, I mean the difference. The only difference do I guess do is do that do your do br- do do do. it was crazy. And our mom, I remember my mom. She loves telling this, but she said when she met you and met your parents yeah. that she knew that we would be bridesmaids in each other's <gasps> weddings. Like, Wait, you've heard this? She she tells this story all the time. <laughs> Um, I feel like I want to hear it again. Okay. Well, anyways, she thought it and obviously it came true because I was co-maid of honor in your wedding. You were maid of honor. Yet, <laughs> yet to have happened for my wedding yet, but well, we'll You see. don't need to make the Lock decision now. 
You don't need to make yeah. the decision now. <laughs> Anyways, um, I do. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that like, contain, well, there are many, many, mm-hmm. many things that continues to cement mm-hmm. our lifelong friendship, obviously. But um, I think one of the big, 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 big blessings about it has been the continued deepening of our relationships, not just with each other, but with each our other's parents. Oh my gosh. And like, it's sort of also weirdly twilight zone bizarre-ish to watch how like you know certain parts about my life have felt like your mom Mm. in certain cases can relate to me better than I can relate to my own mom Mm -hmm. and just like knowing how precious you are to my parents and my brother oh my gosh Um, it's it's such a gift we've we realized that we've been kind of trading off thanksgivings the past few years like yeah it's like a married couple just like swapping in laws (laughs) like okay this year we're at your family's house the next year we're you at jesse's house this year Um, so we going to bend this year or Oh, possibly. We've gone if, to Arizona the last two, I think. No, no, no. no. We did trade off. It, when they were down in Newport. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did your house, Arizona, three years ago. Then my parents' house the, two years ago. And then this last year, I was down in Arizona again. Well, just keep me posted what the plans are. I know we're still a few months out. But. Yeah. But there's something so precious about... Ha- wow. <laughs> active out there. <laughs> um, about having a second family that you're not related to because it's like the closeness and the nurturing that comes from being with a family, but without the like intertangled kind of like <laughs> drama or complications, yeah. not that my family's dramatic, but there's just different dynamics to your own family. And so yeah. when I go to spend time with your family, it is like this, um, I feel it's so comfortable. Like it's very like your Martha's like, Sarah, can you go unload the dishwasher for me? Or can you get these appetizers started? And it's not this, like I have to tiptoe around this awkward stranger's house. I'm just like a part of your family, but then also that I get so loved on and cared for. And then also I don't have to worry about like the dynamics of any stuff with my own parent, you know, or just things that are like that you're used to with your own family. And yeah, like I, one thing I love about you guys is back to like the physical touch. Like I was Joey, Joey will come and like when we're walking and he will just like put his arm in mine and we'll walk like with our arms around each other. And I love seeing that between you guys too. Mm -hmm. And it's just this like, where I was going to say what I was actually going to bring up is like Sarah knows. Um, and rightfully so that like, if like, if anyone needs, uh, I don't know, a fix. You just go sit in front of my dad on the floor. Like yeah. he sits on the couch well, and you sit in front of my dad shoulders. and he'll like scratch your head uh-huh. or rub your shoulders. And my whole family's like that, but it's, it's fun to like get to the comfort level with mm-hmm. other people's families to like embrace that. You right. know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. And I know my family just adores you and mm-hmm. considers you like a second daughter. And I just always think of granddad too. Oh like, yeah. Oh my gosh. All the time. He loves you so much. And this was, I was going to say this a little while back, but a memory to me that is always so precious of your mom is at my grandpa's funeral. I remember <gasps> that she, I think, I don't, I grandma. think both of your parents know because my grandma oh, had passed grandpa away Pavelda. when I, yeah, grandpa Pavelda. my grandma had passed away when I was in high school, but Got my it. grandpa when I was in college yeah, I remember and that. I obviously went down to Arizona with my family for the service and you, I don't think you could come or no. something, um, but your parents came to it and there was a time when our family like walked out on the stage like oh. to all be together and I like made I don't know I, if I know this story do yeah you? just your mom was just like seeing her in the crowd and like making eye contact oh. with her and just having like the sweetest most comforting look was just and then mm. back to recognizing like how incredibly special that they her, this person who is now so important in my life Jesse um her family has been intertwined with my family before even we met mm. and now gets to like be there for me 
in, in this, this really, you know, sweet, bittersweet, mm-hmm. pivotal, mm-hmm. um, milestone in my life. Mm-hmm. And that just, yeah, I just remember how much that I, I think about that a lot and that really sticks with me and mm. oh, I just love your family and mm. feelings mutual. <sighs> yeah. So we're lucky. We are so lucky. Our story to me is so special and and then, so going off of that, obviously we have, that's this, why like, it almost feels like, I mean, cause it's funny. Cause you said earlier, you said that we love telling the story and we do, mm-hmm. but, um, I definitely like, you know, if I'm like talking about you and you're not there, mm-hmm. um, I'll say like, oh yeah, Sarah. And most of my friends know of you just mm-hmm. cause like, it's like knowing about a sibling almost, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but occasionally if I'm meeting someone new and I'll be like, yeah, my best friend lives nearby, blah, blah, blah. And I guess, you know, if for some reason I get the opportunity to like briefly mention a little bit more about you than mm-hmm. just like such whatever I was telling the story about for, um, I'll try to give a little bit of context. It's so difficult right. because it feels like it's so much more than just like, Oh yeah, my really my close friend, friend or- Sarah, or my best friend, Sarah. Mm-hmm. It's, and I've told you recently that like, I just more have started describing you as my soul sister because mm-hmm. it feels like, um, it's on a more family like familial connection mm-hmm. or like a deeper connection. Right. Um, like it really den- genuinely feels like we're a part of each other's family. And I think that mm-hmm. it describes it better than just like, even though we are friends by choice, thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, it feels like they're, even if we didn't want to be friends, mm-hmm. it feels like our families would still yeah. be connected. And so it's more like, yeah. Yeah. We love and like each other. But I, yeah, I used to, well, I think I still do. I don't, I like soul sister much better, but I've referred to you as my soulmate BFF. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Soulmate BFF works too. I just think I will different, accept it. Okay, good. <laughs> because our story is this like love at first sight mm-hmm. type of a situation where we became immediately, immediately fell in love and had this deep connection. I hope we expressed that appropriately. Cause it was literally like, oh, it, was a, it was literally perfect. immediate. And then like the next day it was like, da, 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 like, Hey, best friend. Like, yeah, we're going to go to walk to this together. Yeah. Of course we would yeah. because we're best friends now. And it was never even like, it was a never, question. No, it just, it was no courtship. I don't know. I don't remember any like ramping up or like awkwardness of like, so tell me about yourself. Like, because I think of people who I have these different tiers of friendships as far as people like with Shada and Molly, it's like people who I've grown up with. And so they're my, like, I don't remember when it really started, but, um, yeah, I just think each friendship has different, um, like, I don't know, just starting points or think connecting points or whatnot. And so, so I'm in the first tier. I'm not saying they're like ranked. Oh, that's how I do it. Okay, I rank my friends sure. for sure. Yeah. Tier one, tier two, tier, tier three. Well, it's like having A teams and B teams. You yeah, know no, what I mean? absolutely. I just, yeah, I just when I describe you to other people, it's like you're my love at first sight soulmate. It's BFF. an honor. <laughs> Either way. <sighs> so what are we talking about today? Well. I, to go off of like, so that was our, when we fell in love story. And then I think to, um, kind of explain, I guess our, cause that was 16 years ago, like you said. And so we don't need to go through all the details, but obviously we were, can we take like a big trip for 20 years? I would hope so. Okay, good. Continue. How, what year will that be? 23, Uh, 2023. mm -hmm. Okay. That's a good number. It is a good number. Totally down. Um, but we were inseparable in college. Mm -hmm. And then after college, Mm -hmm. I moved to Portland, you moved to, um, Kansas city. Mm -hmm. And then from there you moved to Hoboken. Mm -hmm. I was in Portland for a little bit longer or then moved back down Mm -hmm. to California. And we've only been living 
you've been living here for how long? Three and a half years. Oh, it's been that long. Yeah, but it's crazy to me because it feels like, well, do you know what I refer to the times that we lived apart in, as in my head? What? The lost years. <laughs> <laughs> Not because we weren't friends, mm-hmm. but just because uh, we just didn't talk quite as often mm-hmm. at all. And honestly, like, thank the Lord for the technology that we have now I because I feel like it has made a huge difference in mm-hmm. how we're able to keep in touch. But I do remember feeling like so frustrated, not with you, but just like the time difference alone. Oh, it's yeah. When we the, lived in the Midwest or on the East coast, it was like, it makes it so hard. Oh my gosh. And we both had jobs that had like a little bit different schedules mm-hmm. and you were in school for part of it. And just, there were so many different variables that felt like it just made it really hard to have. Plus I don't we, think neither one of us is really long phone conversation person. I mean, kind of, but we didn't even have iPhones like in the beginning. So True. I think like even texting, like I don't remember. We oh just, no. We just weren't talking that much yeah. and it wasn't anything about our closeness. Probably still paying when, for long. Di- no, we weren't paying. Distance. Who knows? <laughs> not but, that old. Right. But we, of course, when we saw each other, it was like nothing had changed. Exactly. But we weren't like day-to-day friends. Mm-hmm. Like I think I've had other friends who probably, thanks to them, like are better at keeping up or calling more yeah. often and we just weren't on that level. Mm-hmm. And so lately, not only the move, I think you getting here <laughs> may, has made a difference, but mm-hmm. which seriously, praise, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it's such a gift. I mean, we're both like we're grateful for, but I feel like both of us are selfishly like, yeah, but can we live on the the same same block? Uh Because this is even still not close enough. But like you said, having, I to give some context, we live like, I'll say 25 minutes. Sarah says 40 minutes. Depends on who you ask Mm -hmm. and what time of the day it is. I really think you're luckier at getting, I believe you when you say how long it takes you to get to me. Oh, I know I'm luckier. I, 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 it's part of it too, is the direction, the direction, I think for sure. Like I'm yeah. Coming South. I just think it's faster. Anyways. Anyways, we still make do and we still get to see each other at least like weekly. We're yeah. good at that lately. Also, when you left your full-time office job, uh-huh. that made a oh, yeah. That's true. humongous difference because otherwise your yeah. social stuff was more limited to like weekends and weeknights. Right. But I think where we've been at in life too, we're both on the, the similar journeys of like learning about consciousness mm-hmm. and mind things and mindset stuff and <laughs> and then um the addition of Marco Polo mm-hmm. which I've talked about in an, another another episode but just the gift of like getting to stream of consciousness mm-hmm. chat with each other mm-hmm. throughout the day in times when like it would be easy to do that and we don't have to be on the same schedule like yeah. when we're both driving places so or- I have a funny story for you yeah. so we were out to dinner with some friends on Friday night and um Dan and Laura mm-hmm. and I was telling her about Marco Polo and she or no no I know what it was she was I was talking about you and mm-hmm. she knows she's met you so she knew who I was talking about and um I said something like oh Sarah said something to me a few days ago and she, and then we were talking about it again this morning and she was like how often do you guys talk and I was like uh, every day day I guess or like at the very least for sure there's like multiple like yesterday times we talked like three or four times a day uh-huh. but then the most would be like a couple the days. most I would say that pa- like this weekend I think mm-hmm. like two days passed between mm-hmm. conversations yeah. but it's funny because I was trying to describe that to her and she was like what I don't even and I was like well she's my I, I don't know I was like she's my best friend and then yeah. she was like I don't talk to my best friend that often and I was like, well, bummer. partially because of Marco Polo yeah. and she didn't know what that was. So I explained it to her and showed her and stuff. But it's so funny because I, I use Marco Polo to like talk to other people in mm-hmm. my life as if they would communicate back to me as often as you and I do, uh-huh. but it doesn't work that way. Really? So like I'll call my brother mm-hmm. on Marco Polo and he just will watch it and then not respond. So yeah. he just like watches a bunch of them. Uh-huh. Anyways. Like, Hello, are you there? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm always like, Marco. Yeah. <laughs> 
hello echo echo. (laughs) okay fine i guess we're not playing anymore but um Mm -hmm. it just occurred to me by the way that that's why it's called that okay it's cool (laughs) um what i was gonna say also though is that um when we moved here I remember thinking, like, am I, like, encroaching on her life, kind of? Like, um, well, just because, I mean, I don't know. You you had already lived here for a while, mm-hmm. and I knew you have, well, I knew you had already friends here from way back when, when mm-hmm. you lived here, but then also had made a lot of friends since you moved back from Portland. And I remember just being a little bit nervous yeah. about um, how that would play out, and just, um, it's been, like, gift after gift after gift. Mm-hmm. And then... The other thing I was going to say really quickly about some of the consciousness stuff. Uh-huh. I remember last summer when we both hadn't really told each other that we were like starting to get into all of the mindfulness uh-huh. stuff that right. we are into now. And I was nervous to tell you because I thought you were going to think I was crazy. And then I think once one of us finally blurted it out, we were like, oh my gosh, me too. Yeah. And then that's like. I would go to you and like ask you questions about stuff because mm-hmm. you had kind of been on that journey a little bit before I had. And mm-hmm. I think it had to do with like either books we were reading or listening to or people we were following or mm-hmm. podcasts. And um, yeah, yeah. So I think that has been such a special part of our journey lately and just such a gift to like be able to process these deep things together. Um, really quick, back to the Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. I have a little something that I made for you Uh-oh. that oh. I want to show you or show you, but people can hear it because it's a video. Okay. Don't ask me how long I spent doing this, but I had this idea one day and I was like, I just think it'd be fun to record. You'll see what it is, but it's a compilation. What? Of probably my favorite quote of yours that you say often on your Marco Polo's oh, to no. me. And it just, to me, this like signifies. Oh, wait. Is how it, much? Wait, can I guess? Yeah, guess. Is it me saying like something like, I'm going to keep this short? Oh, that would be funny, but no, but no. <laughs> I think you said the most frequent thing I say. Okay, oh my gosh, I, I'm so nervous. It's not comprehensive because I would it would have taken me forever to go back through all of the things, but I like edited this video. Do I say it every single time? You say it in a lot of them, but sometimes okay. it's it was easier for me to grab the clip when it was I at hope the it's beginning. Not a bad word. Oh my gosh, no, it's it's so great, and <laughs> so there's like the way the different ways you said it. Okay, just press play oh my gosh. and hold it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> they don't need to see the visual, but hold the microphone to the. So much to say. So much to say. Wow, yeah, so many things to say. Lots to say. I have notes here. I have approximately 10 hours of things to say to you. Well, okay, actually, two more things. No, three more things. So much to say. And I have so many things to say. A few things to say. I feel like so much has happened since I polled you last. I am literally. Dying of laughter. That is the funniest. That is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my whole I, life. I can keep. How adding. did you do that? Oh my gosh! It has to do with screen grabs and editing, like trimming clips. And oh I- my gosh! That is the perfect. That is the perfect like summary of our summary friend- of our friendship. Yeah. Thank uh-huh. you. If I'm- we had a podcast, it would be called "So I- Much to Say." I have so much to say. <laughs> <laughs> if people knew how long, and that's like what our this episode. Be called. 
Actually, sure. I mean, <clears throat> but I was so excited. I thought of this idea a long time ago because I noticed that you would oh, say it and things. And I mean, so we're nothing if not over dramatic too. So it's like, but I always do have so much. No, you to really say. do. Like the notes thing is so like we will we, write down oh, notes yeah. because Otherwise. you're better at that. Because I'm not even gonna. Say, I mean, our, I'm usually at my desk, which is why it's easy. Our messages are sometimes like ten to fifteen. I've counted up to twenty, 20. minutes yeah. long. Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> um, <laughs> People are going. Oh, wow. My mom is shutting down. We this we have conversations around this because she has to have like pauses and a conversation, which is totally understandable. Do you p- polo with your mom? No, but when oh. we're just talking. Oh, and I'm like, it's hard pauses for pauses to... in a conversation. What's that like? I know. And so I was like, well, I understand that on like a logical, even just communication level. But I'm so, literally my mode of communication with my friends has become even with back with Kaylee with <laughs> Voxer. It's like we would leave these yeah. five six minute long boxes yeah. and then have to of course it you know it's a lot to remember sometimes but yeah. you just it was more of just like I need to vent or share mm-hmm. this or just tell you about my day and then there would be specific questions or maybe things in there but yeah like and it is interesting because actually a lot of times you and I and we and we could talk about this probably for way longer so mm-hmm. we can change the subject if you want but we do just sort of need to like update each other on something mm-hmm. and that's what I feel like Marco Polo ends up being a really good vehicle for that because then when we see each other we it already know like the backstory, already, right? Yeah, <laughs> and then we can actually have the like back and forth. Combo. Yeah, because otherwise our in-person car- hangouts would be like fourteen but hours. Every, every time, time we see each- we see each other at least once a week, and, and every time we see enough. each other, we say goodbye, and we're like, "Well, I feel like there are twenty other yeah. things I wanted to talk about." Clearly, I have a lot to say. Yeah. So, anyways, I'll send you that video. It just was really fun for I me to make it, it forever, and I'll I can keep adding. Even there's been a. You, ha- you said it again in the last po- your last polo to me, and I was like, "Dang, I could I should go back and add that one I wish in." People, but- maybe we can post that somewhere for people to see because I feel like part of what's funny is that the eye patch one. <laughs> yeah, the great. eye patch one is really funny. Mm-hmm. I had a hot compress on my eye on one of them. I'm like driving in one of them. I'm wandering around my house. The one where you dramatically fling yourself onto the couch when you say, oh. "I have approximately ten hours worth of things to say to you right now." That's that one's my favorite. <laughs> I think my eyes were closed from laughter when I was watching it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So anyways, that was my, my gift to you, but I thought it would like best gift ever give a good summary of our friendship. But with that, um, (laughs) not that this conversation has to have a a great point, but I think it'd be fun to kind of almost like mirror what our day-to-day conversations look like. Like if you were poloing me right now, what would you, what would you talk to me about? I would start by saying, wow, I have so much to say Uh right now. Um, gosh, what would I polo you? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing that I have been wanting to update you on <laughs> recently, if we want to go there, is um, obviously, you know, part of this, our housing situation is changing mm. dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, and wait, have we even shared that you are like, I mean, I've talked about you on other uh-huh. high friend episodes, okay. but that you are a professional podcaster who has oh. her own podcast with her husband. <laughs> I don't, Sorry, think, so. I don't I think we covered that today. No, I was obviously going to mention at some point, but it just made me think of you guys giving announcements. But oh, yeah. yeah. Just say a quick brief thing, but brief announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I live in Belmont Shore, which is a little neighborhood in Long Beach. And we found out recently and very unexpectedly that we have to move. It's mm-hmm. not our choice. Um, and there's a lot of drama behind it that I won't go into. But basically, we thought we were going to live here for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and turns out we're not. Mm-hmm. So... That's been crazy because it was, like I said, unexpected and um, there's been a lot of unknowns in terms of where we'll go next. We still aren't quite sure. But what I was going to update you on recently mm-hmm. was that, um, and I guess to give a little bit more context, the, one of the reasons why it's going to be so difficult to leave and one of the reasons we've never 
thought of leaving mm-hmm. until being forced mm-hmm. is that our neighbors have become like almost as um, dearly a part of our lives as you are mm-hmm. just in terms like of like feeling family. like their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's partially because we moved onto a block that already had that kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody welcomed us with open arms pretty much immediately. And the last four ish years have felt like just almost living like the least creepy commune yeah. <laughs> sort of lifestyle that you can imagine just in that, like mm-hmm. we have dinner together all the time. We, we just do life together. We celebrate holidays together. It's just, I don't know. It's Anyways, so special. Even it's, like when I'm here, like yeah. sitting on the patio, oh. it's like four different people will come up <laughs> at and least. stop. Yeah, yeah. At least. And you, you guys know everyone, which mm-hmm. that is like, to me is I just have so much empathy for the the situation that you're in because first of all, home stuff, like I, I value my home so much and like my neighborhood. And Mm -hmm. so, and I know you feel the same way Mm -hmm. and we both have this really special connection to where we live Mm -hmm. and value like community and you guys have that in spades Mm -hmm. here. So yeah, I just, yeah. It's been a huge bright Mm -hmm. spot. And I think that's another part or that's like a significant part of why Mm -hmm. we're like, wait a minute. So now what's this this going to look part of our plan? No. But so one of the interesting things about it has been that um and we're really lucky in that like Gerard's parents live not that far so Mm -hmm. we can easily stay with them for a little bit the timing of everything is happening it's happening faster than we would like but because of the generosity and the sweetness of our neighbors um first of all what we figured out recently is for May we're going to be traveling we already knew we had some trips planned but for the week before our trip and the probably two weeks after our trip, I think mm. we'll be in Arizona. Oh, so we'll be gone okay. for May basically. Um, sad. I know. Me. Maybe I'll go somewhere. Well, I, we were, I was going to ask you if you wanted to come to Arizona with us for either part. Okay. Probably maybe. the latter part, maybe before your birthday. Yeah. I, I don't currently have any plans. I've been trying to manifest a trip to Italy in, in the month of May for some reason, but do you want to come with us in September? I'm not joking with my mom and dad and Joey. Going I, to Malta. I mean, and Sicily. Are you really serious? <laughs> I'm completely. I've never been more serious in my entire life. Because the thought did cross my mind when I was, because I'd already, I knew you were going to Italy. WTF. That wasn't the reason why I had wanted to manifest a trip. There was another th- reason that no, like, no, no, I no, thought no, I was no, going to. You're go. coming with us. No, you're. Com- it's already decided. Okay. What, well, <laughs> it's already. Hello. Okay, this is amazing. Okay, so let's just see how this pans out. But I. It'll be easy. I already trust me. If I have to, yeah, it's happening. My parents are going to be delighted. Um, wow. also so especially much. delighted because that means that I don't have to share a room with Joey and Gerard. They will share a room together and then you and I can share a room together. So that's perfect. We can trade off. Next too. topic. <laughs> anyways. Thank you. Next. <laughs> Thank you. Next. Decided. Okay. Perfect. Um, anyways. So yeah, so we're moving. So after when we get back in May, we're going to move in to the three musketeers house across the street, which so is now good. Yeah. an Airbnb. They actually, they moved out like a year ago and mm-hmm. they've been renting that to vacationers so we'll stay there for june july and august oh, good okay because yeah. the part i knew that that was a possibility but then the last i'd heard was that there was some transition <clears throat> timing stuff so that you have that figured out yeah the as, may like- is going to kind of be our transition month mm-hmm. and then honestly the one unfortunate part is that they do have renters the first week of june so okay. we don't really have anywhere to stay the first week of june will probably be at either at gerard's parents mm-hmm. or possibly at Bobby's, which is another person oh, yeah. on our block, uh-huh. or possibly at Dan and Laura's, other people on our block. Amazing. Yeah. And then... Um, I'd offer my place, but... Uh, it might be kind of cramped. Might be cramped. Also, Kitty and Sadie? Don't think it would work. Nah. Mm-hmm. For another time. Yes. Yeah. So, um, when there's not so much at stake, <laughs> yeah, like us sleeping in the car. Um, like a 
cat losing a limb. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It would be no, Sadie, it would be Sadie a losing a limb. Sorry. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah. So that's the latest on that. We're very thankful. The one huge bonus, speaking of manifesting. Yes. Okay. So first of all, this has been an interesting component of like, what are we going to do? We don't know where we're going to live. Right. All of a sudden, um, sort of bringing my husband along for this mindfulness shift mm-hmm. and trying to manifest a situation that feels like better than we could possibly have imagined mm-hmm. instead of just like, well, we have to choose something like because scrambling. Yeah. And like scrambling. Yeah. And the scrambling part and the scarcity part are, is exactly what I wanted to avoid. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to like bring Gerard along with me on all of that. It's gone really well so far. But one of the things that we did was we wrote a letter to, which I want to read to you another time or show it to you another time. Mm-hmm. We wrote a letter to our neighbors just expressing what happened and like what, where we're, you know, how much we're going to miss them basically. But we also flat out said like, can you please keep your eyes open for anything? And if you want to sell us your house, let us know. I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously we don't want to. What? Is it so smart? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and so many people have already said like, oh, Hey, my friend one block over is Mm -hmm. listing their house in a few weeks. Like maybe you could look at that or like, oh, we're actually thinking of going out of town for six months. Mm -hmm. Maybe you could rent our place. Like so many situations like that have happened that Mm -hmm. I have no fear that we're going to be taken care of and that everything's going to be okay. But I also, um, love the idea that it's like, it's happening in ways where I would never have thought to like dream it up right that way, Mm -hmm. you know, and a good example. And this is the part that I have not told you yet. (laughs) So across the street in the Airbnb that we're going to be renting, like we, so that's a bigger house. That's Mm -hmm. a three bedroom, one bath, and it has a backyard. Um, plus the like Score. laundry driveway, like That's other so amenities nice. that we mm-hmm. have here, but it also has like, mm-hmm. we're not like losing any of the amenities that we have here. So we thought that they would be asking more than we pay now. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> knowing what the going rate is, I think they could probably get monthly $600 more than we pay for per month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when they first found out our situation, they're like, we'll charge you what you pay per month, which, which already amazing. was a huge, like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, that feels so generous. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, granted they own the house outright, so they're, they're yeah. still just making a profit, yeah. but, but we also were trying to calculate like, okay, how would, would they, they, how much would they be making if it were an Airbnb? Mm-hmm. Well, so the other day he goes, let's just get this in writing. He emailed it over mm-hmm. and they're charging us. They're charging us $700 less a month than we currently pay. What? Than and what they originally offered. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Per month. And they were that like, you is... can rent it month to month and you can be here for as long as you need. What a freaking So we're also saving and... so much money, which I'm hoping eventually obviously goes toward, yeah. you know, a down payment on our next place or whatever. It's just. But mm, what the heck? That's... We would never, not only would we never have asked mm-hmm. for that we would never even have thought like I was telling my dad yesterday and he goes what an answer to prayer and I was like yeah except I didn't pray it yeah <laughs> like, it's like better than I yeah. would have the prayer that I came up with I just have completely and I was telling my mom too I was like you know we so many times we try to mm-hmm. figure things out mm-hmm. and I've just stopped trying to figure things out so hard obviously mm-hmm. occasionally it helps to figure things out if you're doing something like logistics related mm-hmm. but even then sometimes it it's so much uh more exciting and um, feels so much more magical. And I don't use that term very often, but like to just see what flows and see what doors mm-hmm. open when you get out of the way right. of trying to figure things out. Yeah. And expecting something like miraculous to happen. I remember when you first called me to tell me about mm-hmm. this, that was like, because I'm was in the midst of doing 
like learning about all these like manifesting things Mm and, um, releasing the how of how things are going to happen. Like my first thought, because I'm more removed from the emotions was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see what happens Mm -hmm. for you because I just know that this means like, this is nothing is an accident. Like Mm -hmm. nothing is a surprise, Mm -hmm. um, to God, uh, to the universe. Like this is meant to happen. And you like, there's going to be something so cool and such a cool story that's going to come out of this. And And honestly, I know I already told you this, but I know you were hesitant to use the word excited. And it's funny though, because in the same 12 hour span, you, my dad Mm -hmm. and one of the, um, husbands in like our house church, small Mm -hmm. group, all use the word excited Mm -hmm. all, all in 12 hours. So we're like, I, and every one of you kind of said it apologetically. They're like, mm-hmm. I know you're grieving, so this might feel out of place, but I'm really excited to see what's next for you yeah. guys. And after, I think you might've been the third person to say, or uh, no, no, no. You might've been the first person to say it regardless. I just remember after realizing it had happened so many times, that word mm-hmm. came up so many times in a short span. I was like, you know what? I'm excited. I'm excited too. <laughs> and I have, and I've continued mm-hmm. to feel excited. And one of the other things I wanted to say about just like, um, whether or not, that, you know, price reduction would be an answer considered an answer to prayer or not. The way that I like looking at things like that is that if, especially for things that maybe we didn't ask for, or mm-hmm. like we would never have thought to imagine mm-hmm. is yes, they're, they're, they're beyond our wildest, you know, maybe not wildest dreams mm-hmm. with the price thing, because I probably could have dreamt yeah. that up if you would have hinted at it, but, but it felt like it was outlandish, you mm-hmm. know? And I wouldn't have prayed for it because then it's like at the exp- it's at their expense kind of a thing, you know. Right. But I do still believe it was a gift from God, yeah. and so whether we're like manifesting these blessings or not, or whether we're praying for them or not, mm-hmm. I do believe that every good and perfect gift comes from Him mm-hmm. um, or her, depending mm-hmm. on who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> but but I just I love I love watching the ways that something that felt sad initially um, has turned into a way that we're able to trust and practice. Um, being, um, I guess I was journaling about it this morning and the phrase that came up was living into this with faithful anticipation. Mm. So I'm going to continue that that and see what happens. Thanks for being excited for me. I'm so excited for you. And that story is so fun. Um, for it two for two reasons that came to mind is first of all, in my own journey, like I love hearing, I think the reason why it's so important to share stories like this is because it reminds other people that it's possible. Like when you just listen to practical people all day long who are like, Oh, good luck finding a house at the, at this rent or blah, blah, blah. Or like when you just like believe all these, um, like back to scarcity mindset, but basically just anything where you're allowed to, you're like limited to certain things and you get, you feel anxious because you're like, well, how is this possibly ever going to happen? And the answer is that it, it, anything is possible and Mm -hmm. it can all happen. And the more stories you hear, like even just one person's story, like on, for instance, on the Island, like I'm currently looking for a place of my own Mm -hmm. and I have to really battle because my rent is very reasonable, very low at the Mm -hmm. moment for multiple factors, which I'm very grateful for. And so of course my, like, the logical side of me would be like, well, there's, you know, you're never going to find something even remotely close to that. Like everyone wants to live on the Island. There's no openings, Mm -hmm. the prices you're seeing or whatever, but there are stories of not only like people finding like what you just said, you not only found a match to your house, it's better than what, like it's better than what it is and you're paying less. And it's literally, I don't know if I said this, it's it's literally, literally, oh no, I did say it. It's across the street. Yeah. You can, we don't have to leave our neighbors. That's like a huge part of it. We're like, oh, how, how is this even? Yeah possible. <laughs> oh my gosh. This, it makes me so happy. And the only so, bummer is that, um, and I, I feel like I can say this because they're not going to listen obviously to this show, but I mean, no offense, but I'm not really yeah, the target ouch. demo. Um, <laughs> it's true. 
the the paint colors on the walls are oh. not mm. my favorite and I cannot wait to show you because you're probably going to fall over. And also the furniture, they're leaving their furniture. I was wondering about that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they will probably rent rental. it out after we leave. Uh-huh. Yeah, But that's okay. I'll get over it. Yeah, but it's a great solution for now. And will you still come over? I'll consider it if we like, I don't have to stare at the walls. We do have a third bedroom. Oh, perfect. We'll hang in there. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, I was going to say you could move in. Oh, move in. Mm. Yeah. Temporarily. Maybe. We'll see. Could be fun. Just uh, think about it. Um... Well, yeah. So that was the first reason is I just lo- like, I love that for you. I knew that something like that would happen. Like that's exactly what I was mm-hmm. not exactly. Cause we couldn't have <laughs> dreamt it up, but something along those lines yeah. of like this or something better than I yeah. love that phrase. Like I would love this or something better. Yeah. Um, and just then really like surrendering that and being like, now it's so fun to know, like how to see how that's going to play out. Um, but then the other thought I had is someone, reached out to me about this recently, or like they responded to an Instagram story of mine and said, you know, I was thinking about this, how cool, cause I've been staying at different people's homes yeah. while my house has been so cold. And I've had these like really amazing things offered to me. It's not just like people saying, oh, you can come sleep on my couch. Or, yeah, like, yeah. It's literally <laughs> like my Master friends who suite, have the yeah. nicest homes who are not only like come stay in our one of our multiple guest beds it's like actually do you just want to sleep in the master bedroom tonight I, I want to sleep in this room by my daughter um friends who have extra bedrooms um a friend who let me house sit down in Laguna while they were gone where I had this anyways um and so the person had said they were like I think it's so cool because if you had never been vulnerable and like set shared on your story about like you being freezing in your room or showing the picture, like the vulnerability aspect of it, of like just being open and honest or like Mm -hmm. taking one step or even just like being willing to ask for, Mm -hmm. I didn't even outright say it on social media. I feel like I just was asking friends and I was like, if people offer, I'm just going to say yes Mm -hmm. because, and the fact that you guys, and so then how blessed I was by that, by getting all these offers. But then I feel like it blesses people to give, like people want to be generous and people want to offer solutions and Mm -hmm. to help. And, and I like what this has made me so excited for is when I have either my own place or bigger place, like I want to have people, I'm like, please come stay in my house, sleep in my bed when I'm gone. Like, come, let me make you dinner, like whatever. Um, and I know I'll have that time in my life. And right now I'm on the, like more of the receiving end of it instead of giving it. But I just think it's so cool that you guys, A, wrote that letter and Mm -hmm. kind of shared. And so in a moment of, um, not like, I don't want to say misfortune, but something where it was just like, it wasn't expected and it wasn't your plan. Um, and, in sharing that, with other people, you had so many things step up mm-hmm. and then like we're able to find a solution. And mm-hmm. so anyways, I, <laughs> I love that for you and I love your neighborhood and Thanks, I friend. wish that our neighborhoods were a street away from each other, Me but too. maybe someday, maybe someday mm-hmm. I'll never S- stop being hopeful. <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. <sighs> so. so what would you be telling me about mm-hmm. on Marco Polo today? So I, I think something that I have been like, I guess maybe struggling with or kind of would want your opinion or advice on. And then I've also been, um, it's like getting confirmation from like the different podcasts I've been listening to about like directed at this exact topic is, and I know we've discussed this in the past, but kind of the challenge that comes with being like multi-passionate or Mm -hmm. having all these things that you're excited about doing. And so I'm in a place where it does feel like things are clicking into place and I have kind of clear some clear next steps, but I'm feeling the strain of like, 
okay, well, I've got to get this podcast episode up and then I've got to write this blog post and then I've got to, I want to start writing my book, like whatever these different things are. And I just heard, I think it was actually, it wasn't even on a podcast. It was Catherine um, from the course I'm in right now. It was like a Q and a session and she was talking about, well, she's a big fan of the book. Um, the one thing which oh. I have, and I haven't finished reading and okay. I really want to, but it was talking about, um, she's like, I don't like the phrase, don't put all your eggs in one basket because she's like, I think you do have to really stay focused sometimes on one thing or you're going to just burn out or you're not going to give your all to one thing. And so I'm feeling like this, um, need to put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. And I'm having a hard time with that because I, it, I do my brain like works so quickly and moves yeah. so quickly. And I have these things I'm excited about, but I'm also trying to grow, like grow into one specific thing. Did we ever figure out what your Enneagram number was? Well, I think I miss, I think I'm a seven. I also have like one tendencies. That's two. That's and yeah, sevens go to one in stress. Okay, so a so lot of that's like what... a lot of sevens do can connect and relate to some of the one mm-hmm. tendencies. Um, only asking because I mean everything you just described, uh, I can absolutely relate mm-hmm. to, and I think some of that is because you're, you're a seven. I'm a seven also. Uh-huh. Um, but regardless, I I totally get what you're saying. I actually just was thinking about this the other day. I've been now in business for myself for 10 years. Oh my gosh. And so congratulations. Thank you. I, the, this idea that like, are you supposed to diversify or are you supposed to hone in and be good Mm -hmm. at something like really specific Mm -hmm. and have a niche? I've kind of run the gamut in both directions. And I guess what I want to start by saying is that both have their pros and cons. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause there's like plenty of truth and wisdom mm-hmm. to what that, you know, to, to, to both what's in the book and then to what Catherine is saying. But then at the same time, like diversifying can be super helpful, mm-hmm. especially when you're trying to figure out what income stream is the strongest. Yeah. And I think for, um, someone like you who is trying to figure out to me, the different things you're working on feel connected mm-hmm. in, in theme and in, like end end user definitely yeah I feel that too and so that's the good news and so like I guess I know from a business standpoint I would probably say you know if I didn't have like additional bias or invested interest in you as a as a bestie Mm -hmm. I would say keep plugging away on those as best as you can until Mm -hmm. you figure out which one starts to be the healthiest source of income Mm -hmm. because the goal at least in my outlook, or at least the way that, um, Gerard and I have kind of oriented our workloads mm-hmm. is to have whatever, like the most profitable 20% of your business is be where you place, like be, be, let's see. You place your focus. And- you place your focus because that would hopefully draw. Wait, I think I said it wrong. <laughs> Basically you want 80% of your income should come from like the, um, it sort of depends on how you look at it, mm-hmm. but it's, you want the, you want the bulk of your income to come from the, the part that, that comes the easily, that comes the easiest to you, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. so and it's, it's, like. it's sort of like figuring out like how much effort do you want to expend on everything else? But then also like, what's going to be your most profitable channel? I think what's hard for me right now is because none of the things that I'm excited about or doing are bringing mm-hmm. in my, at least and I've like, been there livable income and that's okay I'm not too worried about that but it is challenging when like 
because I understand the model of like, oh, well, focus on what's bringing you income or keep taking that next step. When for me, it's actually work that I would like mm-hmm. to move away from eventually. It's um, contract work that I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, which I'm grateful for. And I, I have had a, a like kind of a attitude mindset shift around that of like, instead of demonizing it or mm-hmm. being like frustrated by mm-hmm. that and being like, this is holding me back. Mm-hmm. Be like, no, it's actually allowing you to live. Like be grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Use this as a chance to hone your time management skills. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that has been a struggle for me. And then eventually you can phase out of that once you figure out how these other things make money. But yeah, I think that that is an added like dimension to all of this is like, Oh, I I feel so it's so fun to keep working on this. I'm so excited to grow this, but I'm like, I I don't even know how to make an income goal when it's making no income. (laughs) Well, do you want to take it apart? You want to pull it apart right now? Sure. If you want. Yeah. Cause I have some thoughts, Uh um, but you know, I'm, very quick to jump into unsolicited advice. So I always try to make sure it's, uh, no, I love your, I mean, this is why it's helpful. I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, cause so one thing that popped up for me just now is that, well, first of all, I love the reframe mm-hmm. and the gratitude that you've had for these contract positions, but something you said actually the other day on Apollo that I didn't get a chance to respond to was mm-hmm. like, what do you say when someone asks, what do you do? Uh, I think you said yeah. that. Mm-hmm. We, and mm-hmm. so to like bring that into it, cause I feel like that could provide like a little bit of clarity First of all, I think it's so interesting that when someone asks, I'm, I'm at fault also, also mm-hmm. when someone asks that question, most people's response is to respond. Like if you say, so what do you do? Mm-hmm. Most people say I'm a blank mm-hmm. and that's not the answer to the question, which right. is so interesting. Je- Jess talks about that. In an oh, episode. she does. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. really? So maybe it's her that I've heard mm-hmm. say that. But, but so one of the things I think that's like important to bring that into it right now is that if that's part of like what's on your mind that someone might say, Oh, what do you do? Mm -hmm. You could answer with both and you could Mm -hmm. say, I'm a, and you could, whichever felt Mm -hmm. better, but basically say I'm a blank. Like, Mm -hmm. like I'm a, how do you describe the work that you've been doing? Like the contract work that you've been doing? Um, marketing. Okay. Contract work on the side. Okay. So you could Mm -hmm. say I'm a freelance marketer Mm -hmm. by day Mm -hmm. and in my spare time, I, mm-hmm. and then you answer the question of like what you actually do or what mm-hmm. you aspire to do in my free time. I'm writing a book geared towards, I don't want to blow your cover, but blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you say, and in my free time, I host wellness retreats for people who want to live their best lives. Yeah. Or in my free time, like you mm-hmm. could fill it in with whatever it is your most. And really honestly, because I'm also a multi-passionate, multi-hyphenate entrepreneur, <laughs> um, I yeah, well, most of the time will respond with what I feel like is the most relevant to whoever's asking. Mm-hmm. Usually you have a little bit of context. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm on a plane and I want the person to stop asking me questions, <laughs> I either pretend like I don't speak English or <laughs> I just or what say, are you supposed to say? Like, I just say I'm a consultant or something yeah. and like mm-hmm. put my earbuds back in. Yeah. Um, what are you supposed to say? What? There's some, like a career that you say that will get people to shut up. Cause it's like <laughs> something that you try to sell your services. Like people are like, Oh, I sell life insurance. Yeah. Maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what I should be saying on an airplane. Yeah. You can use that. Um, yeah, no, it's been, it's, that's helpful. And then I, ha- I do feel like sometimes I've been doing that. Like I've noticed because I know that question comes often from people and I, um, I don't identify with doing like the, the work that is what's actually giving me uh-huh. income right now. Uh-huh. I identify with the work that I'm excited about and that I'm yeah. building. And so I'll usually say that first, be like, well, I'm currently like, you know, I'm writing, I'm podcasting. I, I started an event and retreat planning business, um, with some buddies and then for money I do freelance marketing work or whatever, which 
sounds great. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the idea of having it be fluid. One little tiny note about that is mm-hmm. I did myself a disservice for letting my answer be like very like, I know I just said I sometimes adjust it depending on the situation, but one of the things that I used to do is say is say it almost apologetically, kind of say something like, mm. well, how much time do you have? Because mm-hmm. I have so many, I'm a very project-oriented person and I do a lot of things. And mm-hmm. so when I would say it in a way that was like almost discounting myself, I, th- I did that for years mm. and I would feel, I felt conflicted ar- about it for years. Mm-hmm. And I think um, once I finally realized like, no, freaking polish this up and yeah. make it, make it be succinct and make it sound impressive so that people like understand what it is with more accuracy than yeah. what I normally say. Well, that's what I've been working on too, is trying to like create my mission statement as mm-hmm. far as like being really clear. So I can say in one sentence, something that is compelling, mm-hmm. descriptive. So what do you got? Jeez. Um, yeah, th- that's what I'm struggling with because mm-hmm. I say, I, I feel like at the, at the deep level, well, like my tagline on my, my website and stuff is, um, I help people or, <laughs> oh, I should know this. Something about um, helping people or giving people the freedom to discover what they were created for mm-hmm. and like finding joy along the journey or something mm-hmm. like that and mm-hmm. how to have deep joy along the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hard to not feel very like frou-frou, like even like wanting to say something like I help people live their most full healthy best lives mm-hmm. like the, even the phrase best lives even though mm-hmm. that's part of my business thing mm-hmm. it's become so trivial or like cliche I think the, the one thing that would shift that into like super 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 more um like what's the word I'm looking for like concrete feeling mm-hmm. is if you added a how yeah so like okay, that's yeah exactly that's what through I mean. through podcasting and retreats mm-hmm. I inspire women to live their best lives or I encourage women or I help women uncover how to live their best mm-hmm. lives through podcasting and retreats. Yeah. Because then, then there's like people understand there's like an actual product mm-hmm. or a thing that that's there. And it's not just like you wandering around <laughs> and walking up to random people on the street and being like, you know what, ma'am, you really should be living your best life. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't put it past uh-huh. you, but no. I'm just saying there's more to it than that. That's so great. Yeah. And that's what, thank you. That was really helpful. What do you, what do you say? I forget what your because well, I think how I've much time your, you got. Because yeah. <laughs> I think I've gone to your website before to probably like you. I think you have a really good way of something that you say that makes sense to me. I mean, because I mean, but you also do multiple. Yeah, and I think it depends. Well, that definitely depends on the website for uh-huh. sure. Um, but you know, I what recently actually I did I did change this on my website. Um, I say I'm on a mission to help women make friends with their mirror. Um, I love that. I didn't know you changed that. Thanks. It just happened yesterday. Okay. Uh, I, um, I, yeah, I mean, because I have a clothing line and I do Mm. identity sessions Mm -hmm. and I do mentoring and I, um, in the past have done personal styling stuff. And I, um, I also do some professional services, things like you do where I Mm -hmm. consult with ad agencies, but even that feels like it's related to a lot of times, styling and or branding and or connecting with women in my target demographic Mm -hmm. through digital marketing. Um, and then when I do my TV gigs, which is really most of my bread and butter these days is I'm talking on air Mm -hmm. about stuff that contributes to a healthy, happy and flavorful, flavorful life, which Mm -hmm. is kind of like my tagline, um, for style and pepper. And so it all kind of boils down to that mission of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, and really I think yeah, again, you could you could describe it in a bunch of different ways, but the the point of each one of the things that I do really feels deeply connected in that sense that making friends with your mirror can be such a great way to 
um, live that flavorful life that I talk about in almost all of my platforms. Yeah. I love that. And the podcast is a little bit different since that's more relationship focused, but it still sort of relates to mindfulness, approaching Mm -hmm. relationships with, um, just kind of a healthy attitude, but also a humorous and lighthearted Mm -hmm. awareness that like, there's always going to be a mess. And if you can laugh through it, you're going to be a lot happier with where you're at. Yeah. Which I don't think we've even said the name of the podcast, but um, you and Gerard have one called Marriage is Funny. Which because has, it is. Because <laughs> it is. Which is so great. I'm not married and I've listened to all of them because it still has like, it, yeah. I, and I've talked, we've talked about it on this mm-hmm. podcast before, but um, um, yeah, I love that you guys have that project together. And I think, and Thanks. seeing the community you've built off of it too. Mm-hmm. You've had how many seasons? Three, four, six. But <laughs> we're oh starting gosh. our seventh season <laughs> in June. <laughs> Okay, yeah, because I saw that. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. How did I not? It's been fun. We're doing another getaway. We take our listeners on trips. Mm-hmm. We're doing one in May. We're going to Mexico. Um, yeah, trying to like weasel my way into one of those. Well, it's you funny. We talked about it because I know. Well, not only have we talked about it, but I'm also like, how could we like BLR our getaways? Yeah. Make Someday, it, make there be overlap. Collaboration. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe I'll just hire you to plan the whole thing. Doy, that could be part of it. I could just see you showing up in a little. Popped collar, tennis <laughs> shirt, and a visor clipboard. with a clipboard. Yeah, absolutely. Something Can I have a, on the front? a mic, like a Britney Spears mic uh, situation? Doy. I don't even know what type of technology would necessitate. We won't need to plug it in. Microphone. Just stick in your back, stick the wire in your back pocket. <laughs> People will take you so anything. seriously. Just like say little things to it, like every now and then. Tell me <laughs> more guacamole. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Can we uh, refresh the tequila yeah. stat? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, it mm. is. It's so fun to have like your, I don't want to say example to go, cause we're each living our own like journeys and different lives, uh-huh. but it's just such a gift to me to have a friend who's like so brilliant and so confident and passionate about all these different things and has built so much. Like I, I feel like I, I'm not, I don't mean to like belittle myself. I'm not like riding on your coattails. Whatever. But I think, oh my I just, gosh. No, I know. But I just think of it Ridiculous. like you started and it's not that I'm trying to like copy anything you're doing. It's more of like Aww. when you started a blog, like I loved watching you blog yeah. and then I would go to you with questions uh-huh. and then you had been podcasting before we had started podcasting. Mm. And so just to have not only like to get to cheer one another on, um, and to be like so excited for you, but that's what actually, like. well, yeah, yeah, it totally does feel like that. But then the added bonus of like getting, to almost indirectly like have you as this coach or something that I, I don't know, mentor. That I get well, to- obviously <laughs> the feelings mutual and there's so many parts about your life that encourages me not only, um, on a like larger scale level, mm-hmm. but even just a day to day level. And I think you and I were joking earlier about the fact that like we can be one second talking about an existential crisis and then the next second be talking about, um, you know, why, certain gel manicures are better than others and both feel equally important to both of us. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we value, it's almost like like I, I care as much about hearing Mm -hmm. you talk about one as I do about the other, Mm -hmm. but, but I guess it's probably because I care so much about you. And it's so funny because I was journaling, knowing that we were going to do this today. I was journaling this morning, like I always do. And I was just kind of writing about you a little bit. And it's funny because I think we tell each other, (laughs) I always like tell you, I'm like, man, you are really you're really all over that gratitude journal these days just because we're so, we're just so happy Mm -hmm. to be like doing life together 
I say finally, but it feels like, you know, now that we're closer mm-hmm. geographically, more consistently. More consistently. So this morning, one of the things that I wrote down, if I can remember it exactly, I'll try. But I said something like, it is such a beautiful blessing to continue to watch our lives unfold side by side. <sighs> yes. Because I just picture us both being mm-hmm. like um, planted near each other mm-hmm. and to get to watch your life blossom and to get to share the, you know, both exciting and scary and sometimes sad moments of my life with you is it's an honor and a blessing. And I, I literally like, I can't think of many other things in my life that I value more than our friendship. So I love you. That's same. I I have on that one. You are in, yeah, all my gratitude journals slash alignment lists is like (laughs) the things that make me put me in alignment and make me happy. On a serious note though, can Mm -hmm. we please talk about when you're going to fix that chipped nail of yours? I honestly, I'm going to go this afternoon. I can't go another second. And when you said one of my jewels just fell off, look, we were both literally falling apart right now. Well, um, good thing we have each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our outro. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously. Okay. Well, this was such a treat and a pleasure. And I hope that we have more because I think I've actually written down different topics of things that we could cover. And well, I clearly I have so much to say. <laughs> <laughs> like 10 more things I could have talked about today. Yeah, there's no lack of um, subjects for us to cover in the future. So I would love to have you back. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I love you. Love and you too. Let's go maybe eat some lunch or something. Okay. Okay. Bye, friend. Bye. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed listening in on our conversation and had as much fun as Jesse and I did talking to each other that day. I wanted to also say a huge thank you to everyone who has rated and reviewed our podcast over at iTunes. It truly means the world to me and it is helping. So thank you so much. If you missed the contest that I'm running around that last week or over on my Instagram, I did want to remind you that if we get to 100 reviews by the end of this month, so when this goes up, that'll be nine more days, then I will be giving away a $50 gift card to Amazon to one of the reviewers that have left one during this time period. So super easy. Just head over to the app on your phone, search for Hi Friend, and type up a quick review. And it honestly means so much to me. And then hopefully you will possibly win a gift card from doing it. And then also, as far as where else you can find details from the show, other episodes, you can head over to highfriend.co and that will take you to all the episode lists there. And um, you can also find more info at Glitter and Grace. It all links together. So glitterandgrace.com. I'm on Instagram at Glitter and Grace. And so if you want to tag me and share any episode that you're listening to, something that stood out to you, um, if you're enjoying listening to this podcast, it just means so much to me. And that way I can see it and share it from my end as well. So thank you so much for being here, friends. And I hope you have an absolutely beautiful and magical rest of your day. Talk to you soon. Bye.